This podcast has been brought to you by GM Moving, part of Greater Sports. We're here to help the people of Greater Manchester get moving and to improve lives through physical activity. I'm Eve Holt, Strategic Director at GM Moving and welcome to our GM Moving podcast. So today I'm joined by Claire Wormsley from Rollers and Strollers in Trafford, by Natalie Ralph who leads Marketing and Communications at Diva Creative and by our own Louise Robbins who is the Walking Programme Lead at GM Moving. Um, And for today's episode, we're talking about the GM walking ambition. This is our ambition to become the world's first walking city region, making walking a part of daily life as we work to get Greater Manchester moving. The GM way is part of the work being done to help realise this ambition. It's a campaign to inspire and create a long-term walking culture across Greater Manchester by sharing our stories across the city region, encouraging everyone to walk more and to walk more often. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. So thank you for joining me um, and can you just have an introduction to, to yourself and to your role, starting with you Louise. Hello, my name is Louise Robbins and I am the Greater Manchester Walking Lead. I work with a range of organisations across Greater Manchester to deliver the walking ambition and that work is to create the conditions where walking is a normal part of everyday life for everybody across Greater Manchester. And over to you, Natalie. Hi, I'm Natalie Ralph, um, and I'm the account director at Diva Creative. We're a creative communications agency based up in uh, Sheffield that specialises in behaviour change, particularly around uh, health and active travel. We predominantly work with public sector and charity organisations to help deliver marketing that makes a positive impact and improve lives. And I'm leading on the GM Walking campaign. Fantastic. And Claire? Uh, Hi, I'm Claire and um, I set up a walking group for new parents called Rollers and Strollers. So pre-COVID we met up once a week in different locations around South Manchester for a stroll with babies in prams or carriers and then we went for coffee and the all-important cake afterwards for some socialising. Sounds braille, (laughs) just what I need right now. Um, So Louise, can you give a bit of an overview for listeners of the the walking programme Ambition for Greater Manchester? Yes, uh, the walking ambition is part of the broader movement of GM moving um, and that aims to get uh, 75% of the Greater Manchester population moving for at least 30 minutes a week by 2025. So in terms of the walking, the ambition work is to help people to choose to walk more often and that uh, work is about creating safe and attractive accessible environments for walking. It's about raising awareness of where to walk, Um, who you can walk with and and reasons to walk and helping people to appreciate the benefits of walking that are very personal to them so they'll be different for different people it might be health or fitness or um, socializing Uh, it might be active travel or the environment whatever it is uh, it's helping people to rediscover the joy of walking so it really does fit, doesn't it, with our approach generally at GM Moving in terms of taking that whole system approach and thinking across, you know, the, the influences of the environment as well as the influence of our social networks, the organisations uh, and our place, um, the place that we connect to and, and how people and 
connect to each other and connect to, connect to place. And as part of that, you're launching a campaign this week. So can you tell us a bit more about that campaign? Yes, um, so Greater Manchester Walking has commissioned Diva and, and Natalie's here from Diva to um, work with us on the Greater Manchester Way. And this is um, part of our work to um, inspire people to um, walk for whatever reasons are important to them. So it's about um, encouraging people to change uh, their behaviours to, to, to walk more often for you know, journeys to school, for social reasons, for time with the family, to exploring their community. And um, the campaign, as we'll, we'll hear, is about um, drawing on real people, the experiences of people from across Greater Manchester um, and for their stories to provide inspiration to others. So I love that real person-centred approach there, again. It's different for different people, isn't it, as to why we move and why we might want to walk. So can you can you tell us a bit more, Natalie, then? So you've been leading on the campaign for Diva. So what are the aims of the of the campaign of the, and of the creative aspect of the campaign? And, and why is this sort of advertising comm so important? Yeah, I mean, uh, Lou's obviously touched on it briefly uh, there, but we, when we come into this process, we really knew that the wider ambitions for GM was to make Greater Manchester one of the UK's first walking city regions. And for us, it was about this kind of pioneering spirit that led to the development of the walking campaign in this way. Because for us, kind of the, our ambition was to create a campaign that really celebrates Greater Manchester and the people and communities that make it up, uh, like you said previously. And we believe that walking is something that can and really does tie everything that is great about Greater Manchester together. It's the culture, the community, the places and the people. So our campaign really tries to encapsulate those ambitions and really that pioneering spirit. And like Lou said, the, the heart of the campaign is really about this idea of making people connect with the idea that walking has a lot more to offer. It's not just a means of transport or a form of exercise it can actually be so much more than that and we really wanted to give people those clear reasons to walk more so it was all about giving them reasons which resonate with them on that personal and that local level but also giving people that clear sense of ownership over the campaign so really making sure that it's coming from their voice and that was how we came up with the idea of the greater manchester way in the first instance so that name itself not only aims to give a sense of place, but this sense of attitude about, you know, we do things differently, we're pioneers, we, we do things our way. And that there are so many different ways to walk in Greater Manchester. So it's all about asking people to find your way and seeing where it takes you. And for us, that really sums up the aim of the campaign, really. It's about inspiring people to find their way of walking and not just about us telling them how to walk more. And you know, we, we really think that the best way to do that is by speaking to the people of Greater Manchester to share their walking stories and present those back to the people as the heart of the campaign creative itself. So our walking story case studies that we deliver as part of the campaign creative cover things like well-being, mental health, uh, physical health, active travel, short journeys and things like the school run as well. So it really covers a breadth of different reasons rather than just asking people to walk for the, for the sake of walking. And a lot of that comes back to the insight that we understood from right at the beginning that people, people understood that obviously walking was good for them, but it was seen as a bit of a, a mundane task and, you know, people know that there are 
quite a lot of barriers to getting people to walk. Not nothing, it wasn't particularly something that people aspire to do. So from our point of view, our creative really aims to elevate walking from the mundane. So it's about using that poetry to bring the excitement to walking into everyday lives and journeys about the people they meet, the sights they see, the space they get, to just in, enjoy walking in, in a way that they've maybe not done before. And our creative really places the stories right at the, the heart of where people actually walk. You know, we've got uh, the walking stories on billboards uh, across the region where people are actually walking past. And then this is accompanied by radio and TV adverts that build on um, this kind of inclusive and collective action of people across Greater Manchester, encouraging people to find their way and see where it, see where it takes them. And I think this this sort of com uh, campaign and comms is really important because you know we know that walking is one of the most accessible forms of exercise and it benefits people in a lot more ways than you'd expect and i know there's a there's a lot of people out there especially in the current climate that have really felt the benefits of walking and i think it's really important for us to inspire people through those shared experiences so Authenticity, I think, comes back and plays quite a large role. I know in the previous podcast you talked about the Undefeatables campaign and it was all feeling like people, people want to see people like them who feel the same way that they do. So for us, using these comms and this kind of social norming approach to, to show people that there are people like them really benefiting from walking is why this sort of comms is really important. And then using a mixture of, kind of mass media and targeted digital media means that we're we're reaching those people who we need to inspire most and actually working with a lot of the community groups and the walking groups as well to amplify the campaign really means that we're targeting people from across the region that we might not necessarily have reached in you know the kind of more digital ways that a lot of people tend to to go for now so I think it's really important that we have that balance of real stories uh, real people to inspire and making sure that the right people are seeing it really. I absolutely love the authenticity and, and that poetry that does come across in the campaign and the way that it captures the power of, of people's you know stories in very different ways as you say that that people like to walk and where they walk and why what their reasons are. Um, for the campaign to exist and to demonstrate that pioneering spirit we need pioneers don't we we need people to share their stories so Claire, that's where you come in as one of those pioneers. So um, will you tell us a bit about why, why walking is important to you and what the benefits it has brought to you? So I have a little girl, she's now over one, but when, we've always liked walking as a family. But when she was born, um, I did the normal mum thing of trying to find groups locally to go to, to meet new mums and to you know escape the house for a bit. And there wasn't any that were about walking. There was mum's fitness groups and there was baby groups where you go and sit around and maybe play with toys. Um, but there wasn't anything that was walking related. And I absolutely love walking and I love being outside. And for me, as a new parent, it can be so overwhelming being in your house the whole time with a small person and getting some fresh air and exercise um, is just so good for the soul. It's so good for your mood. And it's also a lovely bonding experience for the baby. So going for a walk with a small baby or even a bigger baby, it's got so many sensory opportunities. You know, my little girl's now um, over one and she still loves going for walks. We look for the ducks, we look at leaves, she likes touching things. And it just, it just lifts my mood every time we go. So Ava was seven weeks old when I set up rollers and strollers, which to some probably seems a bit um, 
ambitious with a seven week old baby, but it's been so good to do and it's just helped so many mums and dads and grandparents get out and enjoy the outdoors and to discover all these local places that they didn't know existed before. We've really seen that, haven't we, over recent weeks with people talking about how important their um, their walk or da- daily walk has been for their, their mental health and their and their physical health. And, and the gems of places that I think all of us have discovered on our doorstep that maybe we'd previously overlooked um, and that level of sort of mindfulness and paying attention to some of the things we see along along the way and that sort of joy of the journey, um, which I think this campaign really captures really well. Um, so you've You've definitely brought about change there, Claire. You're definitely a pioneer and a, and a change maker in helping make this, you know, accessible and a social norm. Um, so what have been the key challenges and opportunities that you've experienced in, in what you, well, tell us a bit more about what, what you're doing and how you're opening this up to others and, and what the challenges and opportunities that you've come across so far. So I try to reach as many people as I possibly can. So I mostly... I mainly run my group through Facebook and I advertise all our walks on there. I put maps up so that people can go and do the walks um, without us if they want to, because we obviously meet at a certain time. Um, I try and post in local Facebook groups to try and reach more people. Word of mouth, a lot of people who come who've known someone that knows someone that's been already or, um, oh, I know somebody that you know type of thing. Um, I also try and share my own walking experiences with the people that come to the group. So, you know, I share about the time that my little girl had a, massive poo explosion when we're on a walk and we all laugh about it because you know not every walk is a great walk um we try and have a relaxed atmosphere at our group as well so everyone's welcome you know people message me beforehand a little bit worried about coming but um or they don't know where to meet and i always make a point of going to see new people if i don't recognize their faces um i also try and share good places to walk sometimes it's not local we might be on holiday and i'll say oh this is a great place we went here today put it on your list um, our challenges have been really trying to find pram friendly routes with facilities. Now, I know it's, it's slightly different at the moment with COVID, but even pre-COVID, I had to go and do um, lots of reccees to go and see whether places were suitable with a pram. And you know, one time I went somewhere and it had this really rocky slope, which would not have been the best to take 20 prams down. Um, also, with being a parent, you need things like um, changing facilities and maybe cafes nearby to stop and get refreshments uh, and things like a good car parking and things like that, or you know, good accessibility. So that's kind of been um, our biggest challenge, but I've been building up my roots and I've got a good list now of where we can go. Um, and people have said how helpful they find having a list of these places, knowing that we've been with Rollers and Strollers, even if they haven't been on that one, they know that if they come and ask me, have you been here? Yes, we have. They know that it's a good place uh, to go. Um, and really the highlights for me have been the people that come each week. So we started out with four. So my first walk was with four people, um, four adults and four babies and they were three friends of mine uh, who came along and I think the biggest one we ever had was 35 adults and 37 babies wow which was really quite a turnout because I never know how people are going to come each week so it was a bit of a shock when 37 people turned up and I had to go and tell the cafe that I'm bringing 37 babies and 35 adults to them in about an hour That sounds brilliant. <laughs> so, so it's good for the local economy as well then, even if it might be a bit of a challenge at the minute <laughs> with all our... Yeah, well, I've, um, I've got um, a good relationship with quite a few of the places that we go to often. So now I know that I need to message them to tell them what we're coming. Um, and uh, there's quite a few of them that recognise us and look forward to us coming um, and bake specific cakes for us as well. 
Fabulous. So I'm thinking about the work we've been doing across Greater Manchester in terms of making places more age friendly. And I love the saying that, you know, somewhere for for a brew and the loo and the same applies, isn't it, really, when you're, you know, a parent with a young child and those basic needs that you describe there that just make something accessible. Um, when there's a poo explosion or otherwise and you know so you can sit down and enjoy a piece of cake and a cup of tea um, but how important it is that there's accessible routes and all those things you know he's taken into account for to make walking you know possible and, and enjoyable for many people um, and social connections there so it sounds so key all the work you're doing there to just make it a relaxing formal and welcoming um, so so important so thank you for that and Louise so in terms of for you and your role in, in trying to bring about change here, what have been the key challenges and opportunities that you've come across so far? Well, Great Manchester Walking is is trying to support people like Claire um, to encourage others to walk. Um, so we're doing that by developing a range of resources that are available for everybody. Um, and then, you know, encouraging local application of those sources, for example, through people like Claire or local authority lead or community promotion. So one example would be our, the creation of our Greater Manchester Walking website, um, gmwalking.co.uk. And that's a hub for information and inspiration and hopefully support. Uh, we provide support for people, for those wishing to help others to walk often. So we've got um, some information on, on what is a walking champion and helping people to um, what sort of things you might need to think about when you're planning a route for other for, to take your family or your friends out on a walk yeah, informally. Um, at the moment we're just planning a, a revamp of our website we have routes on there we have groups on there but actually we're looking at um, how to make it easier for people to upload routes on there uh, themselves and as Claire mentioned there uh, we're changing our search functions to, to to be able to say, oh, is there a cafe near this route or is it pram or buggy accessible? Um, so we'll be able to make it more flexible in the way you can search for what, what would be a, a suitable walk. So, so we've got some resources um, and uh, the, you know, the campaign is a way to amplify that sort of stuff. It'd be um, promoting the walking website. Um, it'd be encouraging people to share their photos and their experiences of that walk. And so that people hear about walking from people like them, from people in their own communities. Um, so that's a lot of the sort of public facing um, work we do. In, in addition, um, as Claire also highlighted about the accessibility of places to walk and the, the state of pavements, whether you're um, a, a parent with a, a, a double buggy or you're an older person worried about falling or you're anybody in between, including people with disabilities. You know, we're, we're working with um, the local authorities, the Greater Manchester Combined Authority uh, and our local authority partners just to work on how do we create more space for walking locally, for that walk to the shops, for the walk to school, for, um, you know, the commute to the local green space um, if I'm working from home. And, you know, the, the, the welcomed investment from the government um, through the um, emergency uh, funding for um, creating more space and from the Greater Manchester uh, Mayor's Challenge Fund for walking and cycling. That's really uh, welcome and we would be, be encouraging communities to get involved in, in, in telling local authorities where they would like to be able to walk um, and, and what is important to them in their local space to make a walking experience better and safer. 
So there's a real job there as well about engaging with those other organisations and I guess leaders within the place who all have a role to play, don't they, in making these spaces you know, accessible and, and highlighting the opportunities for people. Yes, yeah, so I was just going to say, yeah, we, I mean, we, we're part of a connecting system, you know, working to, to uh, bring the groups that we work with and the, and the agencies um, into the sort of system that are leading this work. So the local authorities, the planning, transport people, you know, so um, it, it, there's a connecting set of, of work that, that we help with there. Absolutely. Think about our workplaces, our schools, our anchor institutions, all of these, you're kind of weaving them all together, aren't you? And, and thinking about how we um, yeah, draw on those different networks. So for you, Natalie, how are there any key highlights that you'd want to, to point to or are any key challenges you've, you've hit in the way in terms of the campaign? I think some of the, the, the challenges, I mean, one of the biggest challenges was that we were originally due to to uh, launch back in March about mm, three days before we went into lockdown. Um, so that's probably been one of the biggest challenges. But I think actually what that's helped us do is kind of regroup where we are when launching the campaign uh, now and helping us find some of those people who, you know, throughout lockdown, you know, myself included in this, is like walking has been a, a bit of a godsend, you know, in that period of time where we could only get out for an hour a day or you know when it started to build up a bit more actually going out and walking became the thing that I really enjoyed and we know that there's a lot of people who have felt the same way over the last few months and I think what this means is that there's a really good opportunity to build on some of these good habits that uh, people have formed during lockdown and you know what Helen um, what Louise was talking about there with having all the different groups and you know building on some of those infrastructure uh, changes is that we're doing more and more to be able to support people to actually start to maintain the behaviors uh, that they will have uh, started to adopt in the last few months and the campaign is probably now coming at quite a good time to, to encourage people to do this in a bit more you know walk a bit more maybe a bit further um, and I think that the main challenges are is you know making sure that people don't go back to those bad you know not bad habits but those old habits that they've uh that we kind of could possibly slip into um so i think those you know it, it does give us a really good opportunity right now to build on those things and i think one of the greatest things of working throughout this process uh on this campaign is is actually getting to speak to these people who walking has really been a lifesaver for some people um the people who are you know are walking stories themselves um you know including you know claire um who's with us today um you know it's really helped them connect with people to, but to themselves so, you know, we've got um, a guy called john who is one of our main uh, walking stories who was really struggling um with his mental health um and started walking to actually lose weight but actually for him, it wasn't just a way of being physically active. It helped his mental health. It then helped him reconnect with people like uh, people like him who, you know, weren't necessarily normally being seen on campaigns like this. John would class himself as uh, quite a punk. Um, and he, he started a walking group for people like him just from, you know, his initial experiences of walking a little bit more. So I think you know that's been one of the most positive things is actually seeing and meeting these people who walking has had such a positive impact in the bid to you know inspire other people and actually see what other people have done um for their walking experiences to help motivate others to get involved because i do think you know like claire was saying 
you know, knowing people who have, have you know, gone through this um, change into walking more or, you know, people who have experienced those different routes who know where to go only works to further um, encourage people to get to get more involved. So I think we've got a really good opportunity here to make some some real strides in encouraging people to be more walking active across Greater Manchester. So carrying on with the experience of COVID, for, for you, Claire, how have you had to adapt sort of your messages and support and offer to encourage people to keep walking during lockdown? So we've been, I've been trying to share bits and pieces of walking um, experiences with um, my followers. Uh, I've actually been shielding. So for the first part of lockdown, I wasn't able to walk at all. Um, I had to stay in the house. Um, so when that relaxed a little bit, it was just such a, a mood lifter. And I tried to share that with um, my followers as well, just to show them that, you know, how important just getting out of the house is. Um, and I know that, you know, a lot of parents have been very anxious, particularly if they've had babies during lockdown or just before lockdown. You know, it is, it's so overwhelming. And the thought of going outside with a small person, they need so much stuff, or you think they need so much stuff. You know, it's, it can be quite um too overwhelming sometimes when you choose not to do it so i've been trying to share with people that you know they're just going even for a 10 minute walk locally around some little green space is enough to start with you know it's small steps you know it doesn't have to be a huge hike up some massive mountain you know you can just go for a walk around your local streets and that's a a good starting point um to get outside really so yeah we've just been trying to encourage people to keep walking safely and trying to show them share with them some of the places that we've been to uh, and write i've been writing up little not so much reviews but kind of this is where we've explained some of the places that we've been and um, some bigger posts so people can see you know and make decisions about whether it's a place they want to go to with their family gosh it must have been really hard for you someone who's been so key to other people getting out and being active to then um, yourself be you know shielding and unable to go out for that period of time and um, so just just thinking again about all your you know inspiration that you provided to others and just how often I've seen or I've been inspired myself you know just some posts from from friends and, and peers really on on Facebook who've shared you know their walks um, and even just this past weekend I ended up going for a bike ride with uh, one of my sons to go and explore um, a park in, in Bury that I didn't even know existed, having seen a photograph the day before on Facebook that someone had posted and thought, gosh, where, you know, where's that? That looks stunning. And, um, and that was it. it. It became the destination for our adventures the following day. It's so important, isn't it? That constant, just little nudges and, you know, examples of, of the places that we could go to. And as you say, those small steps, it doesn't need to be hiking up a mountain, um, the little things on our doorsteps um, and that encouragement to go out and yeah, get you, get your active souls on in whatever form they are, and enjoy your walk. So Natalie or, or Louise, any, I guess, Louise coming to you in terms of, you know, you were obviously all set for the campaign in March, as Natalie described. And then um, quick ch change of direction. So um, how have you had to adapt in your work over the last few months? Well, um, I think, um, first of all, we, we've changed our messages and our approaches to move a lot more things online and accelerate providing information in different ways. So some of that has been you know, calling for people's inspiration about roaming from home and walking near them um, over the COVID period. So, so things like sharing the stories and, 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 and the, at Greater Manchester, sorry, at GM Walks 
uh, Facebook and Twitter feed have been sources of, of that. And hopefully, um, Molders and Strollers and other people can connect and build on their examples, um, you know, just to amplify the messages. So that's been something that has definitely happened. Um, and But as we emerge from sort of a, a, a stricter lockdown, um, many many sort of walking groups are beginning to start to get up and out and about again. Um, but of course, with new um, new ways of working with uh, to comply with COVID-19 guidance and maintain social distance. So as groups uh, begin to set up, you know, there are things like being able to book on, needing to book on in advance so that people know how many people are there or having online registration forms or, uh, you know, meeting in large open spaces, um, bringing your hand sanitizer, you know, advice on uh, walking, uh, washing your hands before and after a walk, bringing your own food and drink, things that may have been different um, to how a group may have previously operated. But that doesn't mean that you, they can't happen. They're just sort of slightly different. Um, so that'd be some things that are happening in terms of organised groups. Uh, but our, our, our message is, is, is really this informal, enjoying walks in your own way, in your own time. So the self-led walks, um, getting to know your own area, the, the, the joy of discovering new path in your, in your own place. Um, we may well have all observed that, you know, families walking together has been key or more, more prevalent just because, you know, Initially, that was the only, they were the only people you could you could go outside with the people in your household. You know, so actually, it's forced a, a set of um, changes that hopefully we can build on and take advantage of um, to just help people to think of walking in a different way. So um, we're working in our future around you know how do we simplify the sharing of information about routes? How do we simplify um, people accessing apps or being motivated to um, walk by other people's online presence so one of the things we're doing is is planning a virtual digital a virtual walking festival for um october and we're just currently in the early stages of design and planning that and it, it is hoped that people will join in whether it's for an active commute type walk or a leisure walk or a group walk or a fitness or just to get out the house time walk or a discovery walk of your local area or a new park um, somewhere else people can get involved um, in whatever way matters to them so a shout out for the walking festival in october then get involved definite call to action there yeah and more information will be coming on the greater manager walking website coming soon fantastic so any tips from any of you um on you know other people or other groups who are looking to get involved and getting into organizing you know walks in their local area and supporting others I think um, it's just just going for it, really. I mean, if you want to go and get people together to go for a walk, it doesn't need to become a massive thing. I know Rollers and Strollers has grown from this very small thing to something huge, but you don't have to invite you know the whole world to your walk. It could just be you and some friends going to explore a new area, you know, just actually getting on with it, really. And if it doesn't work, if you find out the place that you've gone, you know, you have to come back a different way. I remember once going for a walk, just me and my little girl, and I was following a map, but obviously went wrong somewhere and ended up getting stuck and having to carry the pram up a hill. <laughs> you know, these things, these things happen and you've just got to kind of go, oh, well, we won't go there again. You know, it's not about it being perfect. It's like, you know, you've all been saying about discovery walks and, you know, finding things out. It doesn't need to be this perfect little planned walk that's on Pinterest. It's just... You know, you're just going out and having having fun. 
I'd echo that, Claire. Uh, you know, um, we support, we're encouraging that message by um, providing sort of workshops that, that we're calling informal walking workshops. So how to help other people to walk informally. And that just means, as Claire said, you're just encouraging a group of friends to go out, um, say, hey, do you want to come for a walk with me tomorrow or this afternoon or this evening? And, and just going and it doesn't matter that you don't exactly know where you're going, but just do it and then see how you're working. So we're providing some support for people to encourage people give them the confidence to to get that message that it doesn't have to be fully risk assessed fully organized arranged it, we can just do it and and you know walking is natural and you know we're trying to encourage people to do that more from where they live i think that's the beauty of walking really you know you don't you don't need all the gear for it you know if you want to you can you know if you want to to join a, a walking group and go on big hikes that's great but realistically, you know, the walking starts when you step out of your front door and there's so many different ways that it, you can find the right way for you and you don't need to be an expert. And I think that's one of the, the biggest messages is like you don't have to worry about trying to do it properly. There's no proper way of walking. You do it. You do it your way. Um, and whether that's so you want to find people in a group or you want to do it solo. You know, it's, it's about giving people the opportunity to find the way to, to do that for them. Um, and, you know, that's what's great about the, the GM walking website. It gives you that, that bit of, you know, hints and tips. But really, it's like, like I said, just you get out and just give it a go and find what, what works for you. So get out, give it a go, find out what works for you and, and do it the, the GM way, whatever, whatever way that looks like for you. So what's in all of this are then the priorities going forward? Is we're really thinking about, aren't we, how we build back better now um, as we emerge out of sort of COVID or living living with, with COVID um, and what that means for all of us to be able to live more active lives and have thriving communities and to make, you know, think simple things like going out for a walk just accessible for absolutely everybody. So any priorities um, open to any of you really any priorities for you in terms of of how we do that and what we need to do next i think i think for me uh, you know we're supporting the government's new um campaign you know, better lives um to reduce the the um uh the obesity um levels across uh britain and you know we're um fully supportive that it isn't about Walking isn't about weight loss, but walking can encourage a health, or support a healthy weight if 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 that's part of what you do. You know, exercise is good for you in lots of ways, much more than just managing your weight. It's mental health, it's social, it's discovery, it's connecting people. But actually, there's there's, there's a support there. Um, as you say about building back better, it's about creating the opportunities for people to feel safer and uh, able to walk in better. Um, environments for walking so flatter surfaces better crossing points for busy roads uh, improved visibility slower traffic speeds you know they're all the types of work that are really important and then the beauty of the campaign uh, and the greater manchester way is that is trying to make it uh, the messaging appealing to to everybody wherever they live or whatever their circumstances so trying to make it a normal part of your life whether you're um in north manchester oldham you know uh wigan or uh stockport you know they'll be different across 
for different people across the age groups, across um, Greater Manchester, but actually there's something for everybody. And hopefully our walking champions work uh, encouraging people to advocate for the joy of walking and for the benefits of walking. Um, and we're all doing that in our own way. Claire leading by example, Natalie with the campaign uh, and, and us at GM Walking by, you know, putting some resources out there. Hopefully that support can encourage us uh, to inspire each other, you know, close to home. Yeah, I think for me, um, you know, when rolls and strollers starts up again, I mean, obviously I'm still shielding at the moment and we're going to make sure that it's safe for rollers and strollers uh, to start up. But, you know, I understand that a lot of parents um, are going to be affected, particularly by um, COVID-19 and maybe having a baby in lockdown or having one just before lockdown. And, um, you know, it is harder to get out and harder to have that support network. So, you know, I'd hope that um, I can help relieve the anxiety around going for a walk with a small baby you know I, I i know sometimes it can feel like a huge thing so i want to give people the confidence to to get out and make those small steps and you know get a little bit more active um but you know in in their own way so you know that's what i'm hoping to to move on to are there any final things you want to highlight any final calls to action for our listeners I think from um, the campaign point of view, you know, we're starting off with, uh, you know, a select group of people who have been really wonderful to share their stories with us, to, to share with everyone across Greater Manchester. But it's if there's other people out there who, who think that their stories, um, you know, are, are worth telling, you know, that there'll be plenty of people out there that walking will have benefited them in, in far more ways than we can probably think of so it's if anybody else you know wants to share their stories with them we're still looking for you know people throughout the campaign um, so to make sure that they're getting in touch on social media at GM walks um, you know sharing pictures of their walk sharing their roots um, and just giving any inspiration that they want to uh, to help inspire other people you know this is a continued campaign and continued movement so hopefully we can keep we can keep inspiring people as the campaign goes on over the next few months and into the next year. Thanks, Natalie. So that would be, yeah, follow us on at GM Walks on Twitter and Facebook. Um, visit the Greater Manchester Walking website where uh, there's information on walks, um, on routes, on groups, on being a walking champion, on um, some of the support we offer. And as I say, the, the website is um, will be uh, developed over the coming weeks to, to make some of that easier. We'd, be, we'd love to hear what people want from a, a walking website for Greater Manchester. But also, um, you know, we send out monthly newsletters so you can subscribe to our newsletter on the website. And it's about um, just sharing the joy of walking so that um, other people can be inspired, whatever that is, whether that's those first small steps or um, joining a group or the, the buzz you get from a walk and chat with a friend and a catch up or um, just time out away from the family, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's great to your story will probably resonate with someone else's. So, you know, it's about hearing that range and diversity of, of um, reasons to walk. Yeah, and for me, it's just getting people to realise that, you know, walking is, you do it in your way. It's not, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It's, you know, especially for new parents, getting out of the house and going for a, even a short 10 minute walk with your little one will do you both the absolute world of good. So, you know, it's, it's, it's worth, um, it's worth doing. Well, I'm sure there's been lots of inspiration there for listeners. So thank you to all three of you for joining me and sharing those stories and tips. 
um, and I look forward to seeing your next few pictures of where you've been walking and, uh, and what you've been up to next. So take care and speak to you again soon. Thank you to our guests, Claire, Natalie and Louise. I hope you're feeling inspired to walk, stroll or roll in whatever way works for you. Um, do have a look at the gmwalking.co.uk website for more information and follow us at gmwalks on social media channels um, and use the hashtag the GM way to share your own walking stories. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not share it or tell a friend about it? And if you've got feedback or ideas for future episodes, please get in touch with our team at Greater Sport using the links that you'll find on our podcast page.